What's up, everybody, and welcome back. Uh, welcome back to the Bridging the Gap podcast. Hello to everyone watching. We're in a new, and hello to everyone not watching who's listening to these sweet velvety voices, aka my voice, while you're driving on the motorway, while you're eating your meal, while you're doing your cardio, whatever you are doing. I'm sat in my kitchen. Behind me is like four like floor to ceiling windows, so it kind of it's kind of a cool setting here. So we've moved settings. No other reason than outside um, there is an air conditioning man trying to fix our air conditioning. Hence the outfit. Again, those guys who are listening, uh, I'm currently in a pair of shorts, and that is it because it is absolutely boiling in this house. It's been 30 degrees yesterday. Uh, then it rained in the evening, so that 30 degrees became 30 degrees with just heat. Um, and humidity, which was brutal to sleep in. We had two fans delivered to us as soon as our aircon went out two days ago. Um, the Airbnb guys, the thing is, they've been so, so nice to us. Like they brought us beers, I don't drink beers, but they brought us beers, cold beers as well. Uh, so they have done everything they probably could do to try and make the situation right. Um, so, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to go hot, ham on them, but we have some uh, air conditioning people here. Finally, because it is so so hot. So if you do hear bangs or, or pauses in the in the, uh, in the podcast, is because we've essentially just had to talk to them, or they're opening up the wall to put the air conditioning pipes through. One of the two, because the whole thing has completely gone. I'm hoping it's fixed tonight though, because last night was horrible for everyone involved. Um, so guys, I thought today um, I would just push on with um, just some questions today. Like we've not had like a, an elongated question and answer session. Um, we'll try and hit as many different topics as possible. Um, I try and encourage people not just to talk about bodybuilding because there is much more to my life and my brain than just bodybuilding. But of course, we're very, very bodybuilding centric here. So if you're new here, welcome. Happy to have you. Uh, first question here, when are you coming back to Tampa? Um, probably not for a long time, to be honest. Uh, I used to think the MI40 was the best gym in the world. Actually, I think I found a better, better one. Uh, I think I found a better one. Pure muscles is just unbelievable. Um, so probably not for a while, but I'm happy to, to hear from you about that. Might be good. Uh, and you know, when you read a question, you think, "Yeah, I'm gonna say, no, I'm not going to say that one." Um, how did you not care what people thought when you first started posting? So I definitely did care. I I'm still care. Uh, I care in a different way now. I don't care so much as to the judgment of me posting, but more of what I'm posting. You know, so there's definitely like a form of it that still happens. I think in order to get over something like that, little exposures help. Like little small uncomfortable scenarios help. So maybe you just start with one story. Maybe you start with, you know, something that's a little bit less aggressively uh, in the field that you want to do to make you feel more comfortable. And then eventually, step by step, um, uncomfortable position by uncomfortable position, you can get put into that place where you're actually a little bit more comfortable getting that uncomfortable and, you know, more uncomfortable positions positions seem more comfortable to you so definitely got to try and just dip your toe in so to speak um which is kind of what i did you know i started off with just the post every now and again kind of wait to see if i got anything else and then you realize there's people that hate on you and judge you just do it in their own time so you don't ask them you don't talk to them about it you'll be fine <laughs> uh, and then eventually they'll ask how you did it you know they'll always ask why when you're coming up and then when you're there they'll go how did you do it and then they'll say when you were asking why i was out fucking doing it so you know 
just try as much as you can to just not give a fuck, you know? Let's say you've only got a certain amount of fucks to give a day. Like, give them to the people that deserve it, right? That's the way I see it. And the people that don't, save those fucks. That's uh, straight out of the art of not giving a fuck. <laughs> um, I struggle with mind-to-muscle connection. How can I improve it? This is a really good question because... I actually think that mind-to-muscle connection is probably one of the biggest aspects of training, and if not more so than ever right now, I'm trying to exercise that. The less actual weight you can put on the bar with the same stimulus is going to be better, like categorically going to be better. You're going to have less weight going through your joints, uh, your tendons, your ligaments, all of that pressure um, on joint integrity. That's all going to be affected. by heavy weight so if you could do the same stimulus with the with a lower weight like you're gonna have a better time all round so i would always encourage you to focus on the mind to muscle connection how to improve it do things slower do things nice and slow like really feel the connection if you're doing a bicep curl look at your damn bicep you know bring it up with the palm of the hand thinking about contracting the bicep as hard as you can as hard as you can look at it contracting feel it contracting if you need to do it a single arm two arm whatever helps you feel the movement the best then that's what you're gonna have to do. Um, but slow it down, really focus, um, take the weight down, not too much. I think there has to be adequate weight there to feel the difference uh, and feel the weight, but not so much that you're taking away from like the feel of the movement. Because you can definitely get to that place where you can load the joints, you can load that, that uh, uh, you call them like passive tissues, the ones that kind of bounce back tendons, ligaments, they like, offer you a little bit of extra there when you're bouncing out of weights and stuff so it's very easy when you're chasing down a logbook and you train in like a progressive manner it's very easy to uh get lost of that so be careful um let's see let's see let's see why aren't you sponsored by a supplement or protein brand uh, i'm not sponsored by a single supplement or, or, or supplement brand but i am sponsored by insight supplements who sell supplements so i am sponsored you can use josh 10 for discount they are incredible i'm actually waiting for my, my first package out here while i've been in canada um i probably should have got one sent out while i was here just for like business purposes it looks better opening something while you're here but i actually got sent out a package before we left and i brought it all with me so i've not had the need for anything until right now so hopefully next few days that should arrive and i'll do maybe i'll do an unboxing on here on my youtube on my youtube channel guys so um yeah, from grinding, grinding videos in your small Anfield room. Oh, I, I didn't, I probably wouldn't have, I don't know, I always get organized questions. How do you remain so humble? So, I often get called not humble. I often get called arrogant. I often get called, I don't know, whatever it is. I think somewhat that just comes with the territory of uh, progressing, I actually think. Like, if you're progressing in your life, there's always going to be someone who isn't progressing and sometimes that person who isn't progressing not always but sometimes that person who isn't progressing looks at that person who is progressing and thinks look at them showing off when really they're just like living in their own moment and not really like doing it like arrogant is like for me anyway uh going out of your way to make sure people know x y and z that makes you in a good light right or whatever it is and i just i just think uh when you don't really care about that type of thing and you're doing your own thing. Yeah, yeah, no worries, no worries. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, yeah, do whatever you need to do. So they're going to cut the wall right now. So I feel like I'm going to wait and come back. And we're back. Uh, I might have to go again, but 
I'm hoping that right now for the next 20 minutes so we're good um, so just to kind of finish upon that I think that uh, the idea of uh, like practicing gratitude is pretty uh, profound in remaining grounded I think and a lot of people just forget to do that which is pretty easy to do of course when you get given things or it feels like you get given things on the plate it's hard to do that so I think it's one of the most important things that I do do like I do remain grateful I do always try and give back put ourselves in a position where it makes sense to just you know what goes around comes around man <laughs> just like there's something about that energy of not being that way that just doesn't make me feel good so I kind of stay away from it uh, anyway uh, who do you see as your biggest competitor to 1MR so competitor, it's a little bit different, right? Because there's leagues to the game, which is important to understand of what league that you're in. Um, so there's not many people in my league, right? Because it's like the one above just starting. So the only person I can think of, and I don't want to say it's a competitor, is Brandon Harding, like uh, Hardbody, because he does accessories. We do accessories. He started a couple years back. I started a couple years back. He might even be a step ahead in terms of everything else. I don't know. I'm not 100% sure. I don't follow the brand overly um but i do think that i guess on paper that's that's what it is so we've got to be realistic here who do i want to be them i mean the top of the top spd will be good like i want to compete against spd i want to compete against tough who are who are uh you know at the top of the accessory game but also i need to be serious that i need to up the clothing game as well so we'll try both Regardless of financial package, uh, if it could be sponsored by a major clothing brand, who? So this is basically just like, what's my favorite clothing brand really, isn't it? Um, I would say I've already got it pretty much in Alphalete just because the amount that they drop, like they drop pretty much every month. It's not always guys, so maybe every other month. Uh, it's always new styles, new colors, new things that are in style. So, and they're the things that I love to wear. You know, they're the things that I like to... To, to, to represent always have done you know from the start of when I followed Alphalete so I'm already there uh, if I was to go maybe a little bit further maybe Lululemon but I do think that if I had like full access to Lululemon like I do Alphalete I would like run out of options very quickly because they have a core line and they run that core line very very often and it's very hard for me to fit in like properly uh, into, into the Lululemon so but I love Lululemon lessons learned from sobriety in Dubai impactful um, that it's not good to have something have control of you that makes sense no matter what it is no matter if you feel like uh, it adds to your life or anything like that if you're in control and you bring it into your life I think I'm, uh, I'm okay with that if that makes sense but I think I was probably at a point with the weed that I probably wasn't like uh, in control of it as such like it, it was like the first thing I thought about and the, 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 the first thing that would come up uh, before anything else uh, which isn't necessarily the right thing to do I don't think and I think taking that time away allowed me to refocus on things that uh, matter a little bit more and hold a bit more weight and when I kind of came back with a newfound of that I think I've kind of like I, I could stop whenever like I feel very uh, in control uh, versus where I wasn't before like it's just not the first thing that I think about it probably helps that you you don't have to like Organize it, meet someone, go somewhere, and in somewhere fucking dark and dingy that you don't want to be. Uh, you can just go to a nice shop where there's nice people, 
um, it makes a big big difference and it's not demonized here so it makes a big big difference you don't feel as uh, you don't feel as, as, as I should stop as 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 potentially you do it elsewhere um, so yeah that's the lesson biggest lesson I was don't let someone control me I think that's really really important uh, what's to do when a body isn't responding to a deficit as it should get this all the time in coaching you take away food you take away calories you increase activity you know you push more drugs whatever it is um, you'll be in that place where sometimes people they're either they're just they're lying to you and they're eating more food not doing the cardio or they're just generally not reacting too well um, and that happens from either thyroid issues hormone issues but metabolic issues uh, sometimes just maybe you've done like a huge fat loss project and you stop responding so the only other place that you logically can go is up right you can't just keep pushing that keep reducing def uh, increasing deficit reducing uh, food increasing cardio it doesn't make sense uh, so the only other way you can go is up and you'd have to do that slowly uh, you know, build muscle. Muscle builds metabolism. It allows you to eat more uh, later down the line. Um, so you want to go up slowly. Bring up your activity level. Uh, bring food up very, very slowly. You know, increase the training volume, gain some muscle, and do that over a long period of time. You know, you're not you're not here for like quick, quick gains in, in metabolically here or, or muscle wise. So you got to come up slowly when you do it. That is literally it. Like in the most layman's term was about taking you through the whole process yes there's pull back and pull pull forwards but generally speaking um what is your podcast this is bridging to get podcast <laughs> uh, also a lot of people are asking why it's not on spotify we just haven't been exporting it in mp3 so when you don't do that uh the hosting app that I use, Podbean, doesn't recognize it and doesn't distribute it onto Spotify. So that's our mistake. But from now on, this podcast, those of you guys who are listening on Spotify, from now on, all the podcasts will be on Spotify because we'll just export in the right format. We literally just did, did I don't even know. That's my bad. Uh, but here we go. Um, old school versus new school, old school and new school bodybuilders. Who you training with and which muscle group? Ooh, what do you consider old school? I'm probably fucking old school these days. I'm 30. My 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 guys are. I'm still a C bum fan. Let's face it, that's new school. You know what? Wh whichever team C bum is on, that's the team I want. <laughs> uh, thoughts on length and partials training? Talk going around. Uh, no, I think length and partials are a really really good way to finish things off. I wouldn't do it on your first set. Length and partial is just put taking a muscle into its lengthened position, so most stretched out position. Uh, and then just training it in that range so just like little small pulses on a chest press or you know little small pulses on a bicep curl uh, I think do that at the end of your workout when you've exhausted and fatigued the short and middle range so if you want a full range challenge you want to take that muscle to full range failure make sure you can't get to short range which is fully contracted in a bicep curl or you know halfway down in a bicep curl for middle range and then fully extended for the length and range make sure you can't do that by the time you finish and that is a full range challenge so I think it's good no, no issues with, with throwing those in uh, best individuals to learn from in the, in the industry very good question uh, John Dewitt my coach is probably one of the best he's got like a J3U university I've been through it so so many people have been through it it's like one of the only high level courses you can take in specifically bodybuilding so John Dewitt, um, I'd say Physique Collective still pretty good trained by JP still got a, a wealth of knowledge on his website um and then just like podcasts, man. Like, just listen. 
consume content, you know. Uh, yeah, uh, pros and cons of insulin. So pros, you're going to offset um, your pancreas just 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 delivering yourself insulin all day every day, uh, especially if you're eating a lot of food. Uh, negatives, uh, you if you overdo it, you can just become insulin resistant. So you have to you'll just basically cause yourself to go diabetic. But it's very hard to do. You got to be taking a lot of insulin. Uh, and where I do it, I use a calculation. So, yeah. Opinions on using on people using steroids for lifestyle compared to competitive. So, my opinion is that I don't think you should do it. I don't have opinions on those people if they do do it. I don't. I really, really, really don't mind at all for you. I think if you're making your life happier and you're doing something that makes your life happier, I have no right to be annoyed. Whether or not I think you should do it or not, I don't think the risk's worth it. I don't want to take years of my life to look a little bit better. Some people do. I want to take years of my life to look superhuman, not like better in terms of the real world, terms of the real world. So I personally wouldn't. Um, who are you? Some of your favorite fitness influencers and YouTubers? The moment um, I would say Will Tenney, just because of the humor he brings. Um, I don't watch too many like high level guys except for like Mike Isretel, uh and then John Dewitt really. But then, then then you're losing like, no offense, you're losing like the entertainment factor, the funny part. So I like a, a nice mixture. When I'm consuming content, I like a bit of the entertainment. Like I'll have like an education uh, mode where I'm like, no, I wanna learn. And then yeah, I'll get the podcast in and I'll watch those guys. But then, you know, when I'm watching YouTube to relax, I kind of like the funny aspect. So Glenn Glenn, you know, people like that are really, really good. I'm going to miss these Gatorades when we go. I'll tell you that much. What's my life plan? <laughs> That's the most broad question I've ever seen in my life. What's my life plan? If you have one, what's next? Um, I have like a 10-year plan, I think. In, in like a couple sentences. Build one of our... To be something that transcends the UK market and kind of filters out into the the wider community, the worldwide community. Um, be able to coach a handful of people, uh, like 15 to 20 at a very, very high level would be really, really nice. Um, to be invested in property, uh, to be invested in smart investments which are paying me enough passively within 10 years to potentially be able to retire if I can smartly put away enough food, uh, put enough, put put away enough, while not sacrificing the businesses. Like if I will, if I need to extend that time frame, I'll extend it because I'm not going to sacrifice the businesses. I need to build those smartly. I need to build those the right way. Now I've done it the wrong way for too many years, and it's gonna it's bit me in the foot already. Um, I've blagged it for too long, and it's time to not blag it anymore and know what the fuck I'm doing. Um, so that is definitely the road I'm going to go down. Just take my time when there's bigger steps up in the business, take my time when there's new roles to be had, take my time when there's like new stems of the company, right? So you'd have like the, fi the you'd have like the finance stem, you'd have the marketing stem, the social media stem. Once there's like a, you know, just take my time over building those and the teams around those because I've already made many mistakes doing that. Is there a reason, I already answered this, um, can you explain why an oral Anavar only cycle is a bad idea. Um, so orals are very like situational 
in the fact that you should only use them in situations to look acutely better because once you take them you look better once you stop taking them you stop looking so good they're very they're not, they're not like superly anabolic muscle building compounds superly super anabolic compounds like they're not going to just build muscle and then you're not just going to like keep it super easy you can't like taper down taper off for example with testosterone like you go to 300 milligrams you build muscle you go down to 150 it's going to be hard for you to lose that muscle that you've built whereas if you go from 50 milligrams of anabar to zero milligrams because you can't taper down an anabar because you have to come off it um because you can't come down to like a basic basal level and then it's very very hammering on uh liver kidney heart you know versus the same amount of anabolism you'd get from testosterone you'd have zero side effects so why would you take the route that gives you loads and loads of side effects okay it's an oral you don't have to inject it but just inject testosterone in it. like that is just way better for you on every single level um unfortunately we're only gonna do a few more i know we're like 25 minutes in or so but we're gonna do a few more um social responsibility in the fitness industry as a human and as an influencer um oh there is something here at the door sorry the very well interrupted uh podcast today so i definitely feel that there is a little bit of social responsibility but i don't know whether i'm still torn on whether there is like complete ownership of influencers over what they influence because some people don't even want to be influencers some people just post shit of themselves and they and they just fucking influence people, right? I would say I am actively trying to influence people by the fucking nature of the word, not like seriously, but like I give out education. I give out, like I am actively putting out information that I want people to take in and run off with it. So I think there's some responsibility for me to take if it's the wrong advice, especially if I continually do that, you know, it just gives out the the look that that's what I do. So everything I do can be looked at with that eye, with that lens that is an influence so yeah i am conscious of it but there are people who are just fucking good looking great physique and they just post pictures of themselves doing a front double bicep and say myron brah like are they social influencers should they be held accountable for their their advice like i would i would be tentative to say yes i I think i'll probably say no like those guys who i guess they are like adversely or inadvertently influencing people because people look up to their physiques whatever they do but when they're not not that i'm self-proclaimed but like if it's not super obvious that everything they do is to give like value i don't know whether they can be like held accountable if like every now and again they go you know take this protein to get bigger like i don't know i don't know is that ignorance is it naivety is that my naivety and ignorance i don't know but there's something that i think there is a distinction between like uh like the fit fluencer, which is like the person who just looks really fit and just doesn't doesn't do anything but look fit and put funny quotes and then maybe like sell something, versus like uh, content like proper content creators who are trying to give a lot of value. I think I think there's a, I think there, I think there is a difference, and that's just the, the the note I wanted to make for me personally. Like yeah, I feel social responsibility. There is social responsibility. I think that people who do what I do should have that social responsibility. Especially when they get like think about the things I talk about. Talk about weed. Talk about like in anabolics. Talk about pushing my body. Like it's there's responsibility there when you talk about those things. And there's young kids who are trying to learn the same things. So yeah, 
Good question. I'm going to leave it there. 25 minutes. Super simple. Nothing crazy today, guys. Uh, but we'll be back every Wednesday. Maybe you'll see us on Thursday. But we'll be filming every Wednesday, like I said last week. Peace and love, everybody. Bye-bye.